Welcome to Promo Cares Radio, where we dive into the good being done in the promotional products industry. From general philanthropy to cause marketing to giving programs, we're here to shine a light on those inspiring stories that are helping to improve the world through promo. And now, Promo Cares Radio with your host, Roger Burnett. Welcome to Promo Cares Radio. I am not your host, Roger Burnett, whom usually occupies this chair. Roger's out on assignment today, so you're stuck with me. I'm Bill Petrie, president of Promo Corner, and I also serve on the board with Roger at Promo Cares. Promo Cares is a 100% volunteer initiative that recognizes and empowers organizations and individuals in the promotional products industry to use their businesses as a superpower for social good. In this podcast, not this one specifically, but in this series, we're going to explore best practices, talk about inspired collaborative efforts, and recognize their cause-related endeavors. Today, I'm really excited to be occupying the chair that Roger usually does, and hopefully I'll do the, as good of a job as he does. But I have a guest here today that many of you are familiar with. He's a good friend of mine, Kirby Hossaman. And before Kirby jumps in, I want to tell you why Kirby's on this podcast. For those of you who don't know, Kirby lives in a small town about an hour and a half due east of Columbus, Ohio, called Coshocton. It is the birthplace of promotional products, but we're not going to talk about that on this podcast. What it is, it's a small town, and I think uh, Kirby will correct me if I'm wrong. It's about 10,000 people, and Kirby has a significant investment in his community and has consistently throughout his professional career used not only his businesses as a platform to create social change, but has also leveraged promotional products to underscore and assist that social change. So with that really um, not very well thought out introduction, Kirby, <laughs> welcome to this podcast. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. And, and to be honest with you, I'm really flattered uh, to be even mentioned in the promo care sort of movement. I, I just love what you guys are doing. And I, I appreciate you kind of spearheading it for the industry. I think it's really good. There's a lot of good being done. And part of it is shouting out those people who are doing it. And part of it is inspiring the rest of us to do more of it. Uh, no, no question. And I got to tell you, you know, Roger, this is a vision and brainchild of Rogers, and I'm just, I'm just flattered to be along for the ride um, with with him. And he's he's t- done such a tremendous job. And so when he asked me, he said, "Hey, Bill, can you step in?" And we're actually in the process of, of reorganizing some things at Promo Corner, so you're going to hear the dulcet tones of my voice on this podcast um, for the most part moving forward. But when he asked me to go ahead and step in uh, today because he's out on assignment. Uh, the first person I thought of talking to was you, and not because it's easy and familiar. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. That factored into it. Um, but really because I've been to Coshocton, Kirby. It, it is, it, and, I, and I'm going to try to be as, as accurate as I paint a, a verbal portrait as I can. It is not a thriving community. There is not a ton of commerce done in that community. It is a community, I think, that struggles to have a manufacturing or, or an industry identity. Is that fair since the promotional products industry really left Kishokton? Is that a fair statement? Um, that, that's the piece I'd probably push back on. I okay, please do. Yeah. I, again, I don't know. That's why yeah. I'm asking. Yeah, no, that's fair. So what I would say is Kishokton did go through an identity crisis probably 15, 20 years ago. We okay. had a, a an embarrassment of riches when it came, comes to manufacturing. We used to, and frankly, we still do, but it pales in comparison to once we what, what we once had. And 
I think like a lot of small communities, we lament what used to be here and sure. lose sight of what we did. That being said, to your point, so uh, is that there were incredibly tough times over the last 20 years where large manufacturers left and we had unemployment in the 15% range. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously that, not obviously, but that has gotten a lot better and yeah. things are moving in the right direction. But, uh, you know, I think to your point, I've been honored uh, to be a part of the conversation that helped, sure. has helped improve it. And I guess my, I, get, I, I probably spoke very poorly there. It is a small town of 10,000 people that I think would struggle to attract larger new companies, struggle to attract um, um, new employment opportunities, for lack of a better term. Um, But again, I think I'm wrong there. I think you've proven that I'm wrong. Yeah, well, I think it's one of those things where it's like a lot of small communities Mm -hmm. where when one employer leaves, it is magnified. If somebody, if, if a, a, an employer that employs 300 people leaves Chicago, it's, that's not as big an impact as it is in a community like ours. And so, so I think what, you know, part of the job of any marketer and, and an ambassador for community is to change the story. Um, and I think that's one of the things that we are continually working on well, in Coshocton. And, and I agree with that. Like, like I said, you know, it is a, it is a much more vibrant town than it was 10 years ago. Yes. Because I did go to, to yes. Coshocton um, when J.I. Jordan Industries was there, J.I.I., um, when Lee Wayne purchased them. And I remember it was a very traumatic experience. Sure. And a large industry like that leaving a community um, as they did. But one of the things, and you said it yourself, you, you want to shift the story. Mm-hmm. You have done so many great things in your community because, like I said, I'd been there uh, 10, 12 years ago when, when Lee Wayne bought Jordan Industries. And then I've been back recently. Mm-hmm. So I've been able to see the comparison. And a lot of what I see as the brightness in your community has to do with the efforts you, your family, and your team does on a continual basis. And the one thing that I jumped out at me initially that I'd love to dig into is how you're changing that story. It really begins with your daughter, Jade. Now, I, I've met Jade. I, I know Jade a little bit. She's a, a beautiful young lady, a lovely young woman. She started a clothing drive. Yeah. And all on her own, if I remember correctly. It was 100%. all like 100% her brainchild, correct? Yeah. So she is, she, she's a senior. She's, this happened um, her junior year. She, uh, like a lot of kids, volunteers in the office, guidance counsels, mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. And she just noticed a need, right? Like um, there is a, a population that it was winter and mm-hmm. they didn't have coats. They didn't have right. um, things to keep them warm in the winter. And um just kind of, she looked around and understood, I think that the maturity of it is to understand, see, there's a thriving economy here in Coshocton. And it's, I can, I can hear that. The, the, unscripted, the unscripted train is coming on through, baby. Yeah, that's right. Um, but what I think the maturity that she showed in that moment was she mm-hmm. looked around and said, there are people who don't have. And she understood sort of the embarrassment of riches that she has and she has multiple coats (laughs) because of the what we do and right and that sort of thing and she said there might be a way for me to help really in in that's such a first of all the apple doesn't fall far from the tree if she is doing that on her own so what a testament to the wonderful job you and amy have done to raise such a caring person to 
on her own decide to do that for a community to see a problem and then find a solution. Tell me about oh no, absolutely thank you for raising someone like that it makes the world a, it makes the world a better place. Tell me how the role of promotional products though in that um, in that clothing drive tell me tell me how that came about. Yeah, so first of all, Amy gets all the credit for the girls. Um, and uh, But what was interesting was I think she kind of understood not only did she and Skylar and, you know, our household, we had plenty to donate. She sure. knew her friends could. But then she's also been to our office, and she knows what it's like where there's samples. And, and you know, gosh, she's looking around going, well, you know, Dad, there's there's jackets and sweatshirts and hoodies mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and we can we could grab some stuff. And I, of course, was like, yeah, that, that sounds good. But what was really cool, and I, there's uh, one uh, organization in particular I want to call out. So it's Andrea DeBottas mm-hmm. uh, from Flying Colors. And there were other people who donated, but Andrea reached out on her own. It's so interesting. Jade took this on. She promoted it, sort of unbeknownst. I mean, we kind of knew it was happening, but Amy and I didn't have anything to do with it. She puts it out there saying, hey, anybody in the community that wants to donate, we're taking donations. Well, mm-hmm. Andrea DeBottas sees this on Facebook. The power of social, right? Right, absolutely. Reaches out and messages um, Jade and says, hey, is it okay? Are you, you taking donations from outside of Coshocton? Can we donate? We, mm-hmm. we have um, misprints and overruns and different things that we keep. Would you be interested in us donating? And I remember Jade, literally, she's standing at the top of the stairs and said, hey, Dad, guess what? It, it, can, I, can I say yes? <laughs> I'm like, of right. course. Sounds great. Well, next thing you know, um, Andrea doesn't send one skid of clothes. She sends two full uh, pallets Whoa. of clothes that are, I mean, beautiful, like mm-hmm. Carhartts and Under Armour and Nike and like, and you know, and T-shirts. And all of a sudden, our little hey, we we can donate to a few kids. All of a sudden, in a very swift manner, became oh. We can mm-hmm. service the community. <laughs> right. Like, it was almost overnight, and it's thanks to Andrea and Flying Colors. And then, again, that's the sort of thing that breeds momentum. So this year, um, Jade did the clothing drive again. Um, and what was cool about it is everybody wants to bet on a winner, <laughs> right, Bill? Is mm-hmm. that this year, people saw the pictures from last year. And right. They were like, wow, it was unbelievable. And, and so now... Andrea again stepped up to the plate and sent a pallet of clothes and it was in beautiful stuff. But the community bought in even more too. And so it was we literally had to rent a box truck to take all the clothes up to the school to and we did it over a wow. two day period where anybody who wanted to could come in and take whatever they wanted for free. Okay. Um and it was powerful. And I think probably the thing and this was last year when this happened, the first mm-hmm. time Teenage kids can sometimes be very jaded. And what? Yeah, I know, right? That's crazy talk, Kirby. <laughs> well, it, I was blown away by that first day where um, 15, 16-year-old teenage boys were walking in and going, really? Mm-hmm. I can take whatever I want? Yeah. This is unbelievable. Like, they were blown away by it, and it was th- that was moving. So it was cool. That That is... Really cool, and I love how the promotional products community has latched on to that. You know, I remember from my distributor days, we always had so much left over, right? And and, you're, and especially apparel. And you know, how? Let me ask you this: 
how often do you walk around town and see someone who may have needed a little help mm. walking around with that apparel? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we do. And what's cool and what was really interesting too, and this is the thoughtfulness of sort of Jade and and certainly Amy had something to do with it, but Jade thought this through. We did it right before, it was like at the beginning of December this year. And the concept was then people could come and there's some really nice apparel, shoes. I mean, there was even toiletries, the whole nine yards, but some really nice items that we know ended up being Christmas gifts. Yeah. That or the kids were like, well, I don't want to put it on right away, but after Christmas break, I'll be comfortable wearing it because it won't. You know what I mean? Like there's the whole social dynamic of it. Mm -hmm. And just so you see, I mean, honestly, I don't Mm -hmm. even notice it because it's from all over the country. And um, the impact that Jade and and had was amazing. But again, I can't unsolicited from the industry. Sure. Andrea and her team. I mean, like we didn't ask. She just yeah, saw it was happening and jumped in. You talk about a promo cares goosebump moment. Yeah. You know, my, my fur is rising right now. I mean, that's so wonderful. And it really, you know, you and I on, on another unnamed podcast <laughs> may, may you know, sometimes give the industry a hard time. But I will tell you, at the core is such a group of caring, lovely individuals. So that what, what a way to underscore that. Now, you've also done some drives, uh, clothing apparel drives and clothing drives for homeless people in your area, haven't you? Yeah, we're in the we're in the process of that right now, and I, again, I want to give credit where credit is due. I actually talked about this at the um, SKUCon event. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember. We are constantly looking for ways to impact and do things that are good. I'm inspired by people like Roger and you, and and Danny Rosen is one who always I'm like every time I'm around that guy, I'm like, how can I do better? Um, and when I left that event this year, I'm like, I keep thinking I'm going to do something. Well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure out the logistics and do it. And so after a lot of talk with my team about how to execute it, we landed on the idea of um, creating a passion project once every month, once every two months. So currently our passion project is, believe it or not, in a, in a small community, there is a homeless population here in Coshocton. Now, to be candid, it's not that big, right? But, right. but it's, it's a population that can go ignored. And so there were a couple people in our community that this this is where their heart is, is, is to help those folks who are homeless. And so they needed some help. And we decided, look, we can be a, a station where people can drop stuff off. We're going to donate some money to it. We started collecting. We used, you know, again, same concept. We have samples around here that would be appropriate for that population. And then, you know, and this goes to the power of promo, Mm-hmm. We did we did a T-shirt recently through T-shirt Tycoon that right. was just super well received. It, and the reason it was well received is because of the message on the front it said, "Be kind, mm-hmm. spread joy, embrace the hustle." Right. I believe I might have one of those T-shirts. I, I would hope so. And what was funny is we like a lot of of the self promo pieces. You just do it and go, "Hey, I'm going to give it out and showcase mm-hmm. and whatever." But the message really got people, and so all of a sudden I had clients reaching out and saying, "Hey, can I buy one?" Right. And I'm like, I was uncomfortable with that because I'm like, no, I'll, I'll just give it to you. Well, this gave me an opportunity to say, yes, you can. And mm-hmm. here's how we'll use that money. And so literally uh, within the last half an hour, 
someone was in my office and and bought a t-shirt for $25 with all of that money going to buy supplies and different stuff for the homeless population. We're going to donate that within the next week or so. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is... I'm excited about it because it allows us to leverage our platform. We have a facility downtown so people can drop stuff off if they need. And then we're using something that's a really cool promo piece to raise money to do it. So it's kind of a three pronged piece that we're, we're excited to be a part of, I guess. So. No, I think, I, I think it's great. And again, just the fact that you are using promotional products to create social good mm. it's just so inspiring it's really what i wanted to you know why again why i thought of you on this podcast so let me ask you this kirby when was this spirit of giving back ingrained into you hmm. man that's a great question i mean certainly I'd ha- i have to give credit to parents um sure but it, not but, but so definitely my parents uh were always um about that but I always like to give credit for with Amy. Um, mm-hmm. Amy is uh, my wife is very much this person. And so I think I tend to get a lot of credit for either ideas of hers or things she's just done and people give me credit for. Right. And, and so often I'm like, I, I hear something she said and just go, oh yeah, I want to be that person. Mm-hmm. And so I think a big piece of that is, is Amy. Um, and obviously sure. my girls, uh, have picked up on that and they continue to inspire me to try and be better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. But I think if I were to give one person credit, it would be my wife. No, and I think that's great. Um, and I agree. I, most of, most of our wives make us better, don't they? <laughs> uh, let me, let me ask you this Kirby, as, as we start to kind of wind this down a little bit. So it became very important for you to give back. When did it become important for your organization to mm. give back? Because I, I half-jokingly, because I've walked around Coshocton, Ohio with you, mm-hmm. and I half-jokingly say, you know, Kirby's kind of like the boss hog of Coshocton. <laughs> Hardly. Uh, but, you know, what? what's so – but you are. You're kind of the, the um, honorary mayor there because you have done so much in that community to create good. When did giving back to your local community start meaning so much to your business that you made it part of your business plan? You know, I think... And why? Yeah. And why? When and why? Yeah, I think when you realize... That's one of the things about uh, that I love about a small community is when you realize how big an impact you can have, mm-hmm. it, it really becomes very empowering. So right. um, I think... And, and I think the other piece of it is we talked about this earlier... Is tell is is what story that you tell. Right. One of the things that I, I think sometimes frustrates me about a small community is we sometimes celebrate the losses more yep. than the wins. Sure. And so I think two things. Number one, once I understood that, you know, when I, when I was first in the community, I didn't have. They talk about time, talent, and treasure, right? Right. I didn't have very much treasure, and so <laughs> the thing I could donate was my time, right? And right. you can debate the talent, but. Um, so I was invited to be on a lot of committees. And what you do is you start to see the good people in each community doing mm-hmm. good work. And you're like, oh, I want to be more like that. And yeah. so those people inspire you to do it. And then the contrarian in me uh, comes out. And that's where it comes back to, you know, I'm an optimist by nature. You are. And, but 
I think the other piece of it is when you hear people telling you that things are bad all the time and you start looking around, you're like, they're really, from a factual perspective, they're not that bad. And they're just as bad in the town next door or they're just as bad in the state capital or wherever, and we tend to be myopic. And so Mm -hmm. I think one of the ways... If I don't, you have been very kind in saying a bunch of nice things about me, but the one thing, I'm not sure I deserve credit for a lot of that. If I were to take credit for anything, it was it would simply be that I refuse to uh, accept the narrative that things are shitty. I love that. And, and I will constantly go, yeah, but look at this, this, and this. And I mm-hmm. think I've been passionate for an extended period of time about telling the good in the community and mm-hmm. and after a while you start to hear other people say it too and then yeah. it, it, it now by the way it's not making it up right mm-hmm. it's just and i always say this and i know you've heard me say it before it's not that i don't see the potholes right it's just that not every road has a pothole and there are roads that are paved and I think human nature is we focus so much on the negative that we lose sight of the good things that are going out there. And I think sometimes people are clinging. They're desperately looking for good news that's out there. Mm-hmm. It's actually one of the things that I think Promo Cares has the ability to impact, right? Mm-hmm. It's that I think the world currently needs more kindness. They, it needs more joy. And we're constantly looking for proof that it exists. Mm-hmm. And so I think if I've done anything in Coshocton, it's just telling the stories of other good people, right, that are really doing the work. Well, but I, I'm going to push back on you now, Kirby. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but, you know, you, you do good work and you do impact your community in a uh, way that I think makes us all feel better about society. I know it certainly does me. Um, so I, I would be very reluctant and reticent to uh, sweep your contributions under the rug, okay? Well, I appreciate that. You bet. So last question before we, we hop off, as, as we don't want to overload people with Bill and Kirby, um, <laughs> how would you suggest if, if there's a distributor out there, if there's a supplier out there that, that have, has heard your story, how would you suggest they get involved at their local level? Because that's where change really does happen at that local level. What would you suggest they do? Yeah, I, that's a great question. And it's a great question because it's something I think I'm continually um, struggling with myself is I think we have grand visions and then we do nothing, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, it's about picking a, a project that we can be passionate about, that mm-hmm. we can have an impact and create some small wins and move things forward because I think that's what creates momentum. So like for this, really, this is the first organized effort is the homeless piece. And what has happened is people have responded to it. And right now our lobby has a whole corner that has uh, things that are going to be donated, Mm -hmm. which is exciting. And what it's done for me is, and it was, by the way, someone else has organized this. All we've done is become a clearinghouse and kind of been, become a mouthpiece for it. Right. But what it's done is it's inspired me to do the next thing. And so mm-hmm. I think the advice I would give is to pick a passion project, something small that you feel like you can have an impact, and not only have an impact for you, but the rest of your team can look at it and go, hey, right. I'm a small piece of a bigger picture. Right. 
And by creating that small win, it will allow you to kind of envision the next one and then the next one and the bigger one. Right. Well, Kirby, on behalf of uh, Roger, uh, myself, Tony Wavering, David Schultz, and Danny Rosen, and and the rest of us who are are really deeply involved in Promo Cares, uh, thank you. Thank you for taking the time, certainly, to, to share what you've done. More importantly, thank you for the time you invest in your community and, and how you weave promotional products into doing that social good. I think it's a truly inspiring story. I think uh, you, know, you are someone to be looked up to in that regard. And so on behalf of a very grateful industry, uh, I thank you. Thanks so much for what you guys are doing. Really do appreciate it, man. And, and if right. you want, we can yeah. sing Kumbaya after we get off. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so, like I said, Roger, I'm, I'm pinch hitting for Roger, and I don't know what he says at the end of these things. So I'm just going to say something like, yay, Promo Cares. Yay, Promo Cares.